Whoever said don't cry over spilled milk, it definitely was not breast milk. Definitely not. You spill that stuff, you want to cry. I got an ounce to come out once and the phone rang and I went to reach for the phone and knocked it out of my hand, out the pump. In this shh, don't tell story, breastfeeding can be really difficult. But worse for Serena was people telling her, just try harder. I was noticing that when I was nursing with her because I was committed to exclusively breastfeeding and had done all this breastfeeding research, attended all these classes and whatever, it was really painful. Breastfeeding hurts. It sucks at first. But to me, it was like not right. And I would notice when she would finish nursing, she would have like a really red rim around her top lip. And I thought, my baby is tongue tied. Basically, under your tongue, you have that little string, or some people don't, or some people do, but it's called the frenulum. And if it's very taut, it means that you're tongue-tied. The most extreme case is you can't even stick out your tongue, but for our daughter, she could. But what she wasn't able to do is because it was restricted, she couldn't cut my nipple. So she was biting and doing all these other things, and then her upper lip was a little taut, too. I kept going to lactation support at the hospital, and they'd be like, oh, no, you know, just hold her like this or do this and just go home and pump, 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 nurse, 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 and give it the good old college try. Eat a meal, drink a bunch of water and all this. And I was like, that's not the problem. I ended up going to lactation consulting because I decided I would never go back to the hospital staff again. And I found out that she was tongue-tied. By then, I was almost six weeks into breastfeeding, and my milk supply was massacred. We were just having a hard time. I had already had to put her on formula to help with everything. She was two weeks early, so she was already very tiny, and I was just feeling absolutely overwhelmed. She was so tiny that I would look at her and be like, I'm going to kill this baby if I handle her wrong. And then I became very dependent on the formula because I was worried about her just, you know, diminishing. We got it corrected by an ENT, and immediately it was fine. But I just could not go back to breastfeeding. I mean, psychologically, I was just devastated. I was upset it didn't work out. I couldn't get in enough rhythm physically with healing from the cesarean and taking care of her to do what it took to get my milk supply back up. And I just realized I wasn't going to be able to breastfeed her. And I gave her what I got. But, I mean, it was in that moment where I became so depressed and so upset. I completely felt like a failure. I felt like... Um, did I not do all the things that I needed to do to take care of myself when I was pregnant? Did I not get enough sleep, you know, right away? Should I have slept more when she was sleeping, quote-unquote? Is that why my milk won't come in? Or, you know, um, I felt like, oh, was I so stressed out during my pregnancy from work and life that she came two weeks early, and in those two weeks, would her frenulum have developed more? You know, I just was, like, feeling very guilty and self-critical, and then... I was embarrassed. I really was embarrassed. I feel like breastfeeding has such a class connotation now. Like, I feel like it's for women who are smart and women who are well-researched who should know better. You should know that breast is best. And I felt like, you know, as quote-unquote one of those women who knows things, you know, I felt embarrassed that I was putting my baby on formula. I was also worried because I tend to think with, you know, I think it's really true for African Americans that 
we've been shamed out of breastfeeding and our children are formula fed babies. And I think a lot of our health disparities at times can be linked to the diets that we start our babies off on. And I don't really expect that to be the case for Ava, but I was worried like, oh my gosh, you know, what if she has other health complications, perhaps as a woman or perhaps as an African American or what have you, because she started off initially mostly with, you know, formula. And it was just like a I I think every hour was something different. One day I was looking at her and she was just in a good mood. This is before she was really smiling. I gave her a bottle and she was just chugging that sucker. And I thought, this is not about her. This is about me. I don't like formula. I'm a snob when it comes to exclusively breastfeeding and my opinions of what's wrong with formula and all of these things. But guess what? I'm not drinking it. So clearly, if she's fine with it and she's thriving, then that's fine. It's not up to me, really. It's really up to her. And, you know, if the formula didn't work, then I bet you my body would have figured it out, perhaps. And I would have been able to either get my milk supply up or do donor breast milk, whatever. And that was the first lesson in judgment, I think, for me in terms of what I want for my child versus what my child really needs. But then you know what else happened? I started thinking about how hard I worked to get my maternity leave, to get the people that I work for to leave me alone for three months. And I thought... I didn't work this hard to spend three months depressed. I didn't want to spend the rest of it sad, so I just got over it. It's still really hard, but, you know, I at least was able to move past it, I think. And I think the time that I spent pumping and doing whatever, I was able to spend with her. Don't Tell Stories was born in a dark room with a crying baby. We search for stories that admit the secret and horrible parts of parenting, and we share them so all of us who've been there know we're not alone. Tell us what you think. Tell us your story. Don't Tell Stories at gmail.com. That's sh with two H's and don't with no apostrophe. Shh Don't Tell is created by Middling Grace Productions with special partner Baby Blues Connection. Many thanks to Jenny Conley for her wonderful theme music and to Colin Oldham for his terrific score for this piece. Don't let parenting kill you. Talk and listen.